Yo, welcome back to another edition of the Cruising Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Cruz, and today is Sunday, July 23rd, and you know it's Sunday, so that means it's the Warrior Cast with the marvelous Michael Carroll. How are you doing today, Michael? I'm great, man. I always love your adjectives for me. I appreciate it. It's a confidence booster, if I say so. Right, man, you know, just try to brighten up the day, seeing that's the morning time. So, where you can find the cruise and podcasts is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Patreon, YouTube, and anywhere else you can find your podcast needs. That's where you can find the cruise and podcasts. Also, also, where you can find latest updates of the show is on Instagram at cruise and podcasts, also on Twitter at nice town finest. Hey, uh, Michael, where can they find you? They can find me on all your favorite podcast platforms because I host a podcast called Comic Cast. So wherever you get your podcast, you can download Comic Cast. It's myself and my co-host, Jong Lee, and we talk all nerd things all day, every day. And then for social media-wise, at Producer Mike 975 that's, that's it. That's all I got for name-wise for, for, for me on social media platforms. So at Producer Mike 975 the luckiest person in the world to have to keep all his socials as one name. Some of us have like five of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, what are y'all talking about on Comic Cast right now? So, we're still going through Secret Invasion. Uh, we're recording this was the Sunday, July 23rd. Uh, our episode of or issue 495 of Comic Cast comes out on Monday, July 24th. And we're talking Secret Invasion, Episode 5. Find out why Jong and I may not be as high on the the, the show as we initially were early on. And then uh, it's funny because actually with the release of it being on July 24th, it's the six-year anniversary of the podcast um, since we released Issue 1 way back in two. two uh, 2017 so had to think about that for a second uh it's yeah wild so we spent a little bit of time you know kind of diving into that and yeah it's it's wild to think that it's been six years since doing the podcast and we're still rolling along and and on the road to 500 issues of the podcast it's it's wild man so but yeah we talk we're talking secret invasion we're talking just things in general what's going on and we made a joke that maybe some stuff it's maybe going to slow down because with the actor strike with the writer strike uh, i don't know what's going to happen but it may get a little dicey in terms of news so but we'll have to wait and see obviously hang mm-hmm. on man six years it's been oh six, well, six years. years tomorrow hey yeah, yeah congratulations tomorrow thanks hey, man y'all, y'all still uh still love each other that's that's beautiful yeah, we don't hate each other. It's a happy marriage. <laughs> it's a, and uh, also, once again, Jong's bringing the cake. Uh, just putting it out there. Jong, yeah, bring the cake. Just, uh, Jong, yeah. bring the cake, please. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and also, one more thing. Did, did you end up going to go see Barbie? I did. I saw Barbie this past week at a press screening. Man, it's really good. It's really, really, really good. I really I've enjoyed heard. it really good reviews about that movie i'm it's sure you talk really about it on comic cast but it's uh i, I just I, I needed to ask because like i've been hearing different reviews for it i'm like i've seen 10 out of 10 and things like that i'm like whoa <laughs> it's really that good it's it's really like i didn't expect to like it as much as i did well like for one i didn't know what to expect going into it and 
what's funny is like most of the trailers have are really only the first like 20 minutes of the movie there's really you really don't see i mean you see glimpses of what happens in the later acts of the movie but like it was really like a unknown commodity when i was going into it and it it blew me away in terms of just how fun it is how smart it is it 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 tackles different aspects of society but in a a really interesting and engaging way and really grapples with what barbie represents for different people you know oh it was a great you know doll for young girls but then did it become something else over the years a a, a form of like what's the word um like giving people un undue expectations for what you should look like and things oh. like that. They like that kind of thing. And it tackles both sides of that, but also tackles what Ken represents. And it's like, man, it's just, it, it's a deep, it's funny. It's, it's deep in a lot of ways, but it's very like, like very smart. Well done. I, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's just, it's really good. And it's, like I said, it's funny, man. It's real funny. Michael, I think you just convinced me to go see Barbie. Uh, I, I, you convinced me before Oppenheimer I, too. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, yeah, I know. That's that's funny because it, it, everyone was like, "Are you gonna see Oppenheimer, Barbie?" Blah blah blah. And I was like, "Well, I got a press screening for Barbie, so it is in fact Barbie for me first, and then Oppenheimer." Mm -hmm. I haven't seen Oppenheimer as of yet. Um, maybe like later today or next week or something like that. I can go catch it. But uh, yeah, Barbie. Like I, I was telling people on social media and stuff. Like if you had the double feature plan, the the half of that feature that features Barbie is you're not going to be disappointed. It's it's good. That that's surprising. That that is very 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 surprising. Now now I have to go see Barbie. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. Well, because it's funny because like it could have gone in a lot of ways where it's like, oh, this is just an advertisement for a toy, you know, or mm -hmm. just. Uh, uh, a superficial like I don't know like some goofy premise or whatever no it's actually it's got a very good premise like it, it had my girlfriend like clapping at a certain monologue uh, in regards to what women are expected to to do and act and da 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 and like it, it had my girlfriend like not like clapping like standing ovation but like quietly in her seat she was going you know, she was doing like that, like, yeah. And uh, it, the, the acting's great. I mean, Ryan Gosling's freaking hilarious. Margot Robbie kills it. I mean, Kate McKinnon, Issa Rae. I mean, it's a great cast. Simu Liu, Kingsley ben -Adir. Like, it's it's a good, solid cast. Was, uh, John, was John Cena the mermaid Barbie or something like that? Yeah, he was. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> he, it, and it's like... It doesn't like when you say it, it doesn't make sense. But when you watch the movie, it makes a whole lot of sense why that is. Wow. <laughs> okay. We, we're all right, guys. Guess we're seeing Barbie today. <laughs> go see Barbie. Okay. Wear your pink and go see Barbie. Oh, shit, man. I, yeah, we're doing it. Okay. We're going, <laughs> we're going to go see Barbie and then, uh, and cry. Hopefully, hopefully not. But that's, but, um, um, uh, I completely forgot. I had something in my mind. It's because well, you okay. got Barbie on your mind. I know, right? <laughs> I'm sure they played the Aqua song like to death, though. So it was like <laughs> they well, they played that um 
oh, what's the, the, the there's a version of it with uh Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice that they played oh. at the end mm-hmm. of it. It's like a like a re- new remix or whatever. It's it's good too. It's really good. <laughs> oh man. Oh. I, I, because <laughs> I was thinking I'm like they have they had Transformers come out in June and they had mm-hmm. Barbie coming out well now. And then next month we have uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming out. And yeah. uh I'm thinking, and this is just was my thought, and then we could start with the warrior, that they are making like a universe with uh like old school action figures slash dolls, and there's gonna be like a combined universe. And I feel it like that could, would be a fire movie. That would be really cool. <laughs> I would really like that. It's a new age toy story. <laughs> yes. What? Oh man. That, Boom. Hey man, hey, let's stop the writer strike and let's write this. <laughs> I can write, what? I can do it. I can't really do it. I, I'm just, I was lying. I got caught up in the moment. I can't oh, do it. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. Michael could do all the work. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh well, with Warrior today, we're talking about uh episode six, right? Yeah, season three, episode six of Warrior. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very, very interesting episode to say the least to me that well from my point of view um maybe i'm the only one that thinks this but i think this was the filler episode for the mm, season mm. why why so why why do you feel that way because it had all the filler episode like um ingredients because mm-hmm. um Normally, like when the first one had the first filler episode happened, they were transferring the body inside of an old west town and they had to kind of like kill everybody inside that inside that little. Oh, saloon. yeah. And yeah. then the uh, the season two's was he did the tournament with the girl that he was, um, that that was setting up the fight since on that, uh, inside the warehouse or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she sent took him out to Mexico, I think, well, or somewhere close to Mexico and try oh, to, yeah. you know, fight to get the land back and she dies blah 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 and then this one they go to practically old west town where it they're trying to get silver from the germans and they have to fight it out to pretty much survive leaving the town that that's what to me and also it didn't seem like only a few parts of the episode seemed like they pushed the story forward but overall i think that it being a filler with it me thinking it's a filler episode because of the old west feel kind of kind Mm -hmm. of kind of uh to the to this episode what did you think i I just i i i liked it see i i felt it was more like it is a a definitely like i don't want to call it a bottle episode but it it is kind of taking you away from from chinatown and and san francisco and everything because i don't think we get a check-in there really Mm -hmm. um uh i gotta look back at my notes but it's like it's mainly following like lee and chow in there well we did get it because of strickland and his like leary and the party and all that Mm -hmm. and happy jack and stuff so we we do get like a little bit of check-ins but majority of the episode is far off from where we are typically um with them going east to this to this western like town that the germans run and then with lee and chow being shipped off to to georgia it is a, definitely a, a a a different kind of episode, but for me, it, it it worked in a lot of ways because it pushed like Chow and Lee. 
there's a over the course of this episode their their relationship changes mm-hmm. there is i think a greater rapport and understanding with them by the end of this episode and i think the thing that i've been saying about assam and young june each week i keep saying like oh they're gonna put them on the track to like hate hate each other and all that and mm-hmm. after last week you know with with assam making the deal i thought for sure it would be like young june is just totally ticked off with him and can't stay like i thought the 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 problems would progress right mm-hmm. not so much in, in at the least at the beginning of this episode but by the end of it I think we really have sowed the seeds for them going at each other with what happens with father June. So I I think there's some really interesting progressions in in some ways, uh, because I do think it finally sets up the young June versus a Psalm angle that I've been like predicting every week. Oh, they're going to hate each other. Oh, they're going to rivalry. And then it doesn't happen. And then, you know, um, and then it sets up Lee and Chow to have a better understanding of each other. Um, we didn't really get much i would say with the strickland leary bit i guess we do get a bit of growth there in terms of leary understanding how to better engage with these rich people right Mm -hmm. And, and strickland showing him the ropes like like his young padawan if you will or something like that (laughs) like he's really showcasing how you can still be just straight up mean and aggressive and all that without using your fists and without being just blunt with your language mm-hmm. and how information and different things can, can really mess with you. So I, th- I think there's some interesting progressions in this show that in this episode that really worked for me. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed this episode because it seemed mm-hmm. like we're seeing Larry, kind of transform into that uh possible politician because it looked like strickland was kind of like helping him work work a room like this is how you yeah. kind of work a room he's like you watch him leave him out there for a little bit and then and then he's like you know did, let me teach you how to work this room like you don't have to use that type of language you don't have to use your fist this is how you know and then like you said with the information you know we we see that he has a lot of information on people <laughs> that yeah, i did not know and um, I, yeah, I, I think that with the young June and Assam angle, it's I think it's going to with, you know, what happens with Father June, um, if he dies or not, that's I think that's what's going to be the biggest um, the like the biggest turner, the biggest turn between the two. If he does survive this now, Father June can like put that bug in his ear like, hey, man, well, we didn't have to go back. You know, we he made us. I mean, he practically made us go back and uh, and fight off like a bunch of Germans with guns. And then uh, mm-hmm. if he dies, he's like, I mean, it's just going to turn into you. You have you let my father die. So I got to do something about this. And also now the town loves you. You have another town that now loves you because you <laughs> went and did it. And now you look like a folk hero again yeah. since the riot. So it, it's with him it seems like he's still fighting that identity to where do I want to be a thug? I could have been a thug and just went, got the silver and left. But at the same time, he wants to be a hero. And the, the, that depiction, it just, he's going to definitely struggle with that 
identity, but I think first what's going to happen is him and Young June are definitely going to get into some type of altercation either next episode or the ep- or episode after. By the end of the season, there will be an altercation between those two. Um, with the Mai Ling angle, it feels like she's about she's going to turn on them at some point. But like I was saying last week, I think those two are going to um, him, her and Assam are going to have to fight are going to have to be together at some point. Like they're going to have to team up and have to fight off both tongs at some in some capacity. Uh, and you were right about uh, the Chow and Lee having to work together to get out of get out of the mm-hmm. look. Michael Carroll, the clairvoyant, I told you guys that it, it, it's just like what the this. He's been right almost every week about something happening. So it's just, you know, did you write this, Michael? It's just you could tell. Well, I didn't want to say anything, but (laughs) uncredited. But yeah, I kind of maybe know some things. Oh, okay. Okay. See, there we go. So now we've got some inside information. You're welcome, guys. You better be listening closely. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, with, uh, I wanted to start with the, um, the Strickland and Larry situation with the whole their whole dinner party we was also we we were thinking that Catherine was going to be kind of like that double agent to get uh franklin thayer out of the managerial race but it looks i mean man, mayor they're trying to be mayor right yeah mayor of yeah, uh, mayor, san francisco mayor. yeah so he it seems like it's going to be strickland that's going to be the one that has information about franklin thayer and um to get him out of this race. It looks like he really wants to have uh, Buckley become the mayor of, of San Francisco. What, what do you think about that? Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think he really does. You know, obviously he really does. And it's funny in this episode, just how much it, it Strickland was guiding Leary over the course of the, of the party and like teaching him how to handle this. It's just, I'm, I'm fascinated with, what Strickland's like thing is like it again, like there's just no way he's just doing this out of the kindness of his heart. There's got to be an angle for him that really works for him in terms of why he wants Leary on his side, why he's teaching him the ways. Cause it's not like, <laughs> it's like, I'm going to relate this to star Wars. It's like the, the, the thing of the, the two, you know, with the Sith, there's always the rule of two, mm-hmm. but usually the rule of two, two ends up where the, the, the younger one tries to overthrow the, the older one. Mm-hmm. I think something like, like that would happen between these two, because Leary, as much as he is learning, and I think he really is gaining in terms of knowledge of how to handle these different situations and how to become more than just the thug that beats up people. Like, that's all well and good. But he's... I don't know. Like, it's just... There's no way he Strickland's doing this out of the kindness of his heart or to have another person that could be a... Like obviously they have the same goals in mind right now, mm-hmm. but what happens when Leary's like, "No, I'm not doing that." Like, are you gonna? I mean, I, I assume Strickland is super. He he's very much exuding like I know everything above everyone else. Like he's always two steps ahead of everyone. I think he thinks, mm-hmm. so I don't think he worries about Leary in any way. But that could be a mistake because Leary, he's 
arguably very unpredictable in terms of what, like, you know, his goals, but you still don't know what he'll do in a certain situation. Like he could just flip out and, and be, and beat up people or whatever the case, but also Leary is getting older. And we saw earlier this season where he fights the two young guys and one of them hits him in the chest. And it was like, Oh, I can't keep doing this. Like, I can't, like, I can't keep fighting like this. So he really does need to progress and learn how to work a room and learn how to grow to be a better um, foil in terms of being a politician, being a guy that, that works the party and all that. So it's, it's interesting what they're setting up with Leary and in terms of his growth, but it still leaves me questioning what Strickland's ultimate goal is here. Cause it, it seems like with, um, with Strickland, he's seems like with Leary, he, he found like not a toy, to kind of play with, but it seems like you how they're about to use my Ling is if my Ling never gets in that trouble, it seems like he's one of those guys like, Hey man, this is, you know, a guy from a lower class and he's talking like this. It seems like this is their toy or something. I, I can't really explain well, what he it did, is. Like he did relate to him with the military service. So maybe there's something there in terms of relating to how Leary was a, a military man as well. Like maybe there's something there, mm -hmm. but I don't, well, I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> It, it just it feels like he needs to try to get those votes too from the Irish with Buckley yeah. because he needs to get Buckley in in the office because he can I, I think he knows that he can control Buckley better than he could control Franklin like he he can pretty much it's funny because he's trying to use Buckley as Buckley will use a, somebody else in his position as a puppet so it's like it it, it definitely might come down to Buckley sees something coming. And he gets Larry on his side and Larry has been working these rooms and Larry has been building relationships. It feels like those relationships are going to come to a head. and He's going to use those against Strickland at the end of this. It's, it's kind of weird because Strickland's it seems like at the end of this season, possibly Strickland's going to get hit by like a whole lot of different people from different sides. Like you got my Very not well. my like Nelly. Yeah, Nelly on one side, maybe Buckley on another. Then you got Larry coming up from behind. It just seems like he's he's building all these negative relationships with people, and then it's just going to come to a head at the end. Yeah, with with him and Larry, I I wonder if because yeah, they are on this the same side, but like like Strickland makes that comment about uh, the the mayor candidate there, I think is his name, mm -hmm. and. Like Leary questions, like, oh, why did you reveal that? You could have like used him, it, just ha holding that over his head or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he says something where it's like, he's there is the definition of an honest man, and I have no use for an honest mayor. Like that, that just told you everything you needed to know. <laughs> so that's like, okay, he really wants Buckley to win. Mm -hmm. Leary wants Buckley to win. Like we're all on the same side right now in terms of who we want to win this election coming up. Leary, Leary obviously controls the Irish vote and will help with that. Mm -hmm. um, but you see there's an ultimate play with the mayor stuff. Like, it's not, it's not like he likes Buckley. It's a play. So that's why it's still in the back of my mind, like, 
there's got to be a play here with Leary that we just haven't seen yet. Maybe it's just more about the trains in terms of he wants people to help him build these these train, you know, railway railways um, mm-hmm. and the railroads and all that. So maybe that's the the angle that that Strickland's going with. Um, I don't know. It's it's a very curious relationship between those two because I fully expect a turn on your 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 master kind of thing like you're 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 the sith you're the darth vader or you're whoever and you're gonna strike down the em- emperor like i expect that to happen at some point because there's scenes with in this episode alone that their scenes right here seem like like really quick hitters like it, it will come mm-hmm. in the middle of like potential action coming after after their scenes and it seems like because we didn't see them last episode, so we were like, "Well, where, where, where have they been up to?" Then the episode mm-hmm. before that, we only seen them for maybe two scenes, and it seems like their like as like their storyline is like a plot C, like we're like from this episode was like plot C, and then we plot mm-hmm. B was Chow and um and Lee being taken to Georgia, and then the next plot, and then the first plot, of course, is Assam and Young June and Father mm-hmm. and Father June going to that German uh, city. And uh, it, it just feels like we get enough information about what's going on with them, but not too much to where it's going to leave you mm-hmm. guessing about each, each of theirs, their um, mo- motivations to tell the truth. I, I'm, I'm really curious to see how that plays out between those yeah. two. Yeah. And I, I like that. I'm going to do a, kind of minor comparison to secret invasion that's what i've been struggling with with secret invasion in terms of there's not enough with the other plots to make me care Mm -hmm. but even in this episode the c plot strickland and leary i was fully engaged because i'm curious where the growth for leary goes where what strickland's game and yeah there is just a few scenes with it in this episode but Again, it progresses in terms of showcasing you how ruthless Strickland is, how uncaring this man is, and how just in so many ways, he's just a terrible, terrible person, but a person that's craving power and is teaching Leary how to go about getting this power and getting your way, playing the game. Like, like Leary's been playing checkers, and it's worked for him. It's not that it hasn't. It's worked for him. But Strickland is teaching him chess and how to better be strategic about these things. And you can't just use your fist for everything. And he really really showcased to him in this episode how you can how your words and the information you have is power in and of itself. And he he didn't like it's funny because like Leary's like having those moments with those politicians and he says stuff. And it's like Strickland's like, don't don't like bite the hand that feeds you. Like, be careful with that. But when it comes to there, you see Strickland just kind of take over the situation and he doesn't deliver a, a left hook, right punch, anything like that. Mm-hmm. But he did it with his words. And that was like, I think it was like, a oh, wow. <laughs> OK, you could do, like it's not like the, that he hasn't seen that before, but it was just like in this setting, how he did it really was like showcasing I can whoop this dude with just my words watch this and it it just he showcased it and it's but that's and that's been great as a villain character because he's 
arguably the most villainous character in this in the sh- in the season i should say yeah he he's definitely been a very um plot because like like i said he we haven't really seen too much of him but mm-hmm. when we do see him it's very menacing it has been very conniving you can just tell he's up to something if there's something he's up to maybe he wants to it'd be weird if he wants to like become mayor and just take and then take the railroads and put them but i think he wants to be able to use the person from the from the shadows just like i said oh yeah Buckley. so with him i like him as a villain because all everything he's doing right now is very thought out the only one to me the only part that wasn't truthfully thought out was when they went after them in, in sonoma he didn't think they were going to fight back that was the yeah. problem he, he didn't think they were going to fight back that was yeah. that might have been like kind of a problem that might have put some uh, uh kind of a i'm trying to think uh divergence to his plan so him with him i like him as a as villain he, well i guess he's villain a and then atwood should be i guess villain b and yeah. um it, once we didn't see him this episode either just it, it was he I, I like it i like especially him and larry because larry was kind of our antagonist for most for both seasons and it seems like this guy just straight up took over <laughs> to go yeah, that does. role and it, uh it, it it and with um with Strickland it it's very much Palpatine vibes. I'm gonna keep with the Star Wars comparisons. Mm-hmm. It, it very much Palpatine vibes, but I think there's the inherent like and you brought up with Sonoma. I think the inherent like maybe flaw with him is I think he underestimates people, mm-hmm. um, and he over overestimates his power. And yes, he very powerful so far and very um. Uh, he's been winning so far, but what he did in Sonoma, and he doesn't realize the fury that he has unleashed with a toy and lie. They're going to be coming for him at some point. It's just a matter of time, you know, in terms of when. And I and I could see Assam being involved in that too, uh, but we'll have to wait and see. But he he underestimates, and I I wouldn't be shocked if he underestimates Leary. And Leary uses what he Strickland's taught him to kind of get the upper hand. I could see that too. Um, and then just last thing about this plot C before we move on, mm-hmm. uh, Leary in that suit for one, <laughs> he looks so uncomfortable. Yes, yes. And, and he had, it was funny because it's like the suit made him look like he had no neck. Like he was just like right here, just like, like and it was like the Batman suit where he's just turning and have to like it looked like that. It looks so uncomfortable for him. <laughs> but but it was a visual represent, representation of how he is in those types of situations. He cannot stand it, which was funny. It, it looked like the suit was like too tight too. Like it was like it really did. where he's kind of like just standing straight, like stiff. It was, yeah. It, it, once he got into that whiskey in him, he was like, "All right, all right, all right. I got the whiskey in me." He needed a drink. That's what it was. He needed a drink. It's just like in most situations. Like I'm antisocial too. So like, you give me a drink or two. All right, I'm, I can get a little loose. Now I'm a little loose. Now I can do a little things. <laughs> but like before he got that that whiskey, whatever the 18 year old whiskey that was, he was like, Shh. he said, yeah, "Oh yeah, it up to the top." <laughs> the guy looked at him like, oh, "Yeah, we don't fill these up to the top." <laughs> That's not what we do here. Okay, <laughs> That's a sipping whiskey. <laughs> right. But yeah, he definitely looked very uncomfortable. I would want to comment on that too. He, he just looked so uncomfortable. And it, it, but then, like I said, he got very comfortable once those drinks got into him. 
Mm-hmm. He definitely did. He again, <laughs> no neck, just going around and hey, but he he's learning. He's learning the game. So oh yeah, it, it, okay. So going on to plot B with the Lee and Chow um, train ride. First of all, were you surprised that they were both on the same train? I wondered. I was like, because I think we talked about it last week. I think it was like at first I thought, okay, they're going to have them both and they're going to probably have to work together. But I was like, oh, what if they take Chow somewhere else and Lee's by himself? And it was like, oh, maybe O'Hara like has to come get him or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it went with the the first route. And so it was a little bit like, like, okay, okay, this is where we're going. Okay, they're going to work together to figure out our way. I was a little... I don't know if I was surprised, but just kind of like unsure whether they would or not. But I'm glad they did because I, I thought their their back and forth in this episode was really strong. One of one of my highlights for the episode is Chow's uh, speech about deals. I really enjoyed that speech that he he gave in the train car to Lee about deals and how it you know I he's talking to him about, you know, once you make that, like the, it's about the deal and all. I love that, that scene so much. They, they, their, their conversation was very eye opening because, you know, Lee had this, this perception of child, like, you know, you, you only care about yourself. Like yeah. you've only, only cared about yourself. That's why when you go home, that's why when you being missing right now, no one's missing you, you know, and mm-hmm. I have someone missing me and things like that. And I'm just like, First of all, that was pretty mean from Lee. I, I didn't know Lee had that type Hurtful. of fight. Yeah. <laughs> but I like that they were able to, and it seems like this this episode, until the end of, of the plot A part, it seems like this episode, everybody is starting to, I mean, like the two people that are having like contentious relationships, it felt like they needed to sit there and have a conversation with each other. They just needed to have a conversation. They never really just sat down and talked. And they were kind yeah. of forcefully having to sit down and talk to understand where each other is coming from. And, you know, once, you know, they figured that out, all right, now I can work. Now we can work together because um, I'm trying to remember, did he steal the key from the person or was that from the um, was that from the screw that he was unscrewing from the uh, from the train car? I think that was the, like the nail or screw or whatever that he was working on. I think that's what he ended up using to get the, the, the shackles off. Cause I was sitting there watching. And I was like, that was like an unnecessary scene to show me. I was like, <laughs> then it kept kind of like, and then after that, you kind of have that focus because his hand is still doing it. And when from like the far shots, I'm like, he's still working. At, is he trying to get out? I don't know what's going on. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's, that's what he used it. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's plotting. He's always plotting. But um, so with that, he they are going to Georgia, which two day train ride. Well, it's the quickest train of all time. Um, and was it two days? Like, oh, my God. That, that's what um, what's her Abigail? I think Abigail was talking. Oh, to does she say? Abby OK, mm-hmm. I think she said that, you know, he, he's been missing for two days or something. And uh, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And uh, she, he they um, with that train ride. I wasn't expecting them to go to the cousins. I was expecting them maybe maybe government workers or something. Maybe he would have got out that way. I was very surprised to see that that was his cousins that 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 kind of like are collecting, trying to collect the bounty on them. 
Yeah, really I didn't. Kill him. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't expect that either. I thought it would be like you know the sheriff or cops or something like that. No, it was like, oh, it's it's your cousins and you know it's a. <laughs> the auntie that, that, that you hate and it's like hey get him out of here you know like that that was just oh that was an ugly ugly trio i mean even <laughs> though the one he tries to to reach the one but obviously to no to no to no abide but um yeah i was surprised by by the cousins being involved but i think it worked for like lee's character in terms of like i see why I don't blame him. Like these people are pretty terrible. When that wagon wheel broke, I was like, I was like, yeah, why are you pointing the gun at them? Like they're the ones that broke the wagon wheel with their minds. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you do? Why are you doing this? We're like we're just sitting here, sir. And we're shackled. What am I, a force user? I don't know. See, Star Wars still Star, doing it. There's nah. a lot of Star Wars references going on this episode. I'm liking it. <laughs> they're just they're just uh space samurai. That's all they are. So That's all. Uh, <laughs> but with that. Um, seeing uh Chow with the whip marks on his back, and I think Lee got a glimpse of it, and like I think that that ultimately maybe gave him maybe pity, not pity, uh, maybe more respect for what Chow has had to go through in his life. Because I just found out through a YouTube comment that he was in um that he was in Cuba for eleven years as a slave. So that's oh. why he has all those whip marks on his back. Mm. And Lee was kind of looking at him like, oh, snap, you've really been through some things. Uh, mm -hmm. I can see why you're kind of the way you are now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, I think he, he definitely gets gets empathy for, for Chow. Ah, that's the word, empathy. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Chow, were you, now with Chow, as we... You know, as in, in the train car, he was telling as I mean, Lee was telling Chow that you only th practically think about yourself. Did you think that Chow? Well, well overall, I knew Chow was probably going to circle back and save Lee. But did you think that like at some point maybe he wouldn't? Uh, I mean, early on, definitely. Like if, if Chow had been able to get out of the train car like a lot sooner, I think he would have left Lee like 100 percent would have just left him. Mm -hmm. But I think both of them whether it's the lashes on Chow's back or just seeing how Lee's family is towards him and saying what they are to him and, and all the different things. I think Chow understands better understands Lee by the end of that episode and, and why he would uh, want to go back for him. I mean, and, and it could be just a self-preservation thing mm -hmm. and, and you could look at it from that angle until I think you, you look at it from that angle until Chow helps him bury uh, Carter or whatever the, the the cousin that he didn't want to kill. Mm -hmm. When he helps him bury bury him, and there's no word spoken, he just picks up a shovel and starts helping him. I think that inherently showed that the, that was what I liked about this episode for them two because it, it showed. I think there's a change with Chow and Lee and how they understand each other. Um, now, how they get back and what that looks like in San Francisco, mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't know, because obviously they left it, left things in an interesting spot with the plates and all that. Mm -hmm. But I think that this journey back to, to San Francisco, back to Chinatown and all that, I think will only help them grow in, un, in terms of understanding each other. But I liked the growth of that. And I thought it was 
very poignant to like show that Chow like just understands and 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 is helping him dig dig the grave. I thought that was like a really like they've discovered empathy towards each other and understand each other a lot better. And I think there is an, an inherent respect now for sure if there wasn't one before. So you didn't think it was just because Chow needed a horse? Because that, that made me it, laugh. It, 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 it very well could have been. That's why it's like, I think the self-preservation angle is definitely in play. Mm-hmm. But because with it, what we see and what we learn, I think I think it's it's more. I think it's more now. And with, uh, because that seems like one of those jokes that Lee would have said. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I just needed a horse. <laughs> but, uh, right. <laughs> I, I definitely enjoyed that that plot right there, their storyline, because it was it was definitely an eye opening experience for both. And it's nice to see like this is practically uh, this is what society probably needs is just just sit down, maybe be forcibly sit down in a train and have a conversation to understand the other person's point of view. It just it, it seems like there's, there's a message here between between those two, like if if uh especially if when they go back it feels like you know america or americans in the san francisco don't understand what the chinese have to go through just to get to america and mm-hmm. it, it feels like that should be like a that that should be a message throughout all of san francisco like you know you don't know you don't know what the other person is going through and mm-hmm. you you not sitting down and talking to them and already having this this stereotype about them and you hate them for whatever reason for practically no reason um it, it just it, it can help forward our society in a very positive way but it's just seems like that's not going to happen it's just, we're about to have the tongs fight the police and things like that so um I'm, I'm excited to see where how i mean where they go in san francisco and how they get to san francisco i wonder how they're going to do that part of the story yeah, I wonder if they're going to kind of like speed through that and just have them maybe they'll be gone for this next episode because they're it's them traveling back to San Francisco. So mm-hmm. maybe episode, let's see, episode 7, so episode 8, maybe they come back around. Um okay. and maybe we focus more on San Francisco while they travel back. Maybe we get check-ins. I I don't know. Um but yeah, I could I could see them maybe taking a step back for this next episode while they while they travel back. Um, and then, yeah, just to kind of piggyback off what you just said a, a minute ago. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a wild concept. Maybe just talk to people instead of hating them. Maybe, I don't know, maybe <laughs> might be a good thing. It, it might be, it might even help the tongs to tell the truth because mm-hmm. maybe they'll just sit down and actually talk and, uh, actually, you know, maybe work it out. Well, like, like in the beginning with my link, practically what she said was your enemy is my enemy. So we are friends type deal. Like we have to work together or we're dead. We're going to die. Mm-hmm. It's either adapt or die. And we have to fight against these people. And the one way we're going to do it is with counterfeit money. So um, uh, we're, we got to work together. And I think she kind of sees that big picture, seeing that she's been to jail because of which what happened in the pond and everything like that and i think that um she, they're they're starting to see that picture of them having to work together the problem is is that young june has it in his mind that everybody's out to get him and mm-hmm. that's where possibly that that conflict comes to a head and where 
it's going to be Assam versus that might turn into Assam versus Young June because Assam's trying to save his sister because they keep bringing up that she tried to have him killed. They keep bringing yeah. that up, and it seems like that's going to come out for Wash, and he's going to have to help her in some way. Well, and then with My Ling, it's funny because she, yeah, she, yeah, she does say that about you know we have a common enemy and blah blah blah, but then. She sows the seeds of doubt between Young June and Assam with saying something about, you know, Assam being getting too close to the printer and everything. And maybe that's uh, uh, her like looking out for their deal over everything. Mm-hmm. But it's just like she's still playing a game here where she's trying to 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 tear them apart in some way. So I think her angle is still like power in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I have a hard time trusting her because I I don't know that she learned. I I, I don't, I'm wondering now. I don't know that she learned anything, um, it, because yeah, there is a great threat with obviously the pond and what 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 those people can do, and they do need to be together. But her first thing is of course going at a psalm, and and I just I have a bad feel well i shouldn't say that because i do think something happens with lee yong and the the other elders with with my ling i think his look that he gave in the last episode i think mm-hmm. they've either come to some understanding or 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 something something's going to happen with my ling and, and maybe she doesn't have the power that she thinks she has I think she's about to get kicked out myself with this whole that deal alone was like might have been the straw that broke the camel's back to tell the truth. Yeah. With those and um because he was barely in this was he I don't think he was with her when they were at the printer shop. I don't remember seeing him. Uh he uh, went let's see, I'm trying to think. He was there like he he was there at like the ice factory, and then when they went to the printer shop. He's there briefly. They don't. He doesn't say anything or do anything because she gives him that like signal, like "Hey, leave us." And Young June gives that signal to like "Hey, leave us." And so Young June and her can talk. And that talk that you that we were talking about when they were supposed to be in jail together, that talk mm-hmm. practically happened this episode. Where it's like that, like you said, the sowing the seeds of doubt for you know, you know, he might be, he might be a little bit. Uh, he might have not have his focus on the printer. I mean, on the printing of the money, but the printer's daughter. But um, yeah, it, it's just um, yeah, she's just as conniving <laughs> as Strickland <laughs> in, in her way. She's definitely like very much playing a game, uh, and I, I, I think she's been winning at that. But with how she handled playing the game with the other elders of the Tong, I think they they're they're over it. I, mm-hmm. I think they're over it, and. While yeah, they haven't gotten the heat that that the Hopway have, and yeah, they're winning in in a lot of ways. She has done things that have frustrated them, and making and deals without uh, talking to them, and, and you know just different things. She's really set it up to where they may vote Lee Young in power over her, or kick her out just completely, or whatever they do. Could it is definitely leading to that it's, it's leading to that part and i think it's leading to Assam being kicked out of um out of uh the hopway again <laughs> um it's because yeah. it, i they, they they're not looking for a folk hero they're looking for another thug that, that's really what they're looking for and, and he's not 
he's not fitting that picture right now. And uh, yeah, he's just not that that person, right? Like he's mm-hmm. just not he's just not that dude. He when he sees something, uh, another relating to uh, to to now to Marvel. Uh, what does Captain America say? He's like, if I see something bad, I'm gonna go, you know, try and stop it. Like no matter what, like that's a psalm. Like if I see something bad, I'm gonna stop it. And he was real close to to fighting those dudes in the in the alleyway. But then when he sees the kid is dead, like it's just over. It's just over because, yeah, I could walk away and just we're hop away and we're we did what we came to do. But at the end of the day, he's fighting for his people mm-hmm. and to see anything like that for his people, it's just it's game over. He's going to he's going to fight no matter what. And and young June and father June are like fine i guess we'll do this but when when that leads to father june getting shot that's that's bad that's real bad with young june and 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 uh assam's relationship because if if father june dies i don't know that young june forgives assam not not at all i i i I'm at at that point. I think that he gets kicked out. Either he gets not just kicked out of the hopway. He's probably going to have to fight his way out of the hopway, and um, you know, get kicked. It, well, I'll say this: he he might have to fight his way out of the hopway, mostly because Young June knows that he's with the printer's daughter, and um, he might go after her like in a very mm-hmm. you know in violent way. And, but then again, that is your only printer that can do the money. So I guess you, like he said, you are very um, valuable when he was talking to her. You know, you're you're a very valuable piece. That's why you're in the middle of all this trouble. Right. Right. <laughs> so you so practically you are the most protected person in Chinatown right now. But the way young June thinks is it's unpredictable and he doesn't think out his actions before he does them. Mm-hmm. So. The problem is, is that he would go after her without the thought of, oh, I need her. Like my lane would think that. And I think Assam isn't thinking that way. He's thinking, you know, well, he, she's making him money. Then he should be fine. But young June, he'll take it personally and try to kill her just because. Do you do you think I, I wonder, do you think that maybe like Assam like tries to just like, let's just go let's just let's just go live a life together mm. and maybe that's where young june and maybe even my ling or you know whoever's like no that's not happening we need her to print the money like she's not going anywhere like maybe do you think maybe that's where maybe some conflict comes comes about yeah i, I think uh she's definitely gonna be in the middle of a conflict with mm-hmm. the tongs for sure um I don't and I don't mean to be morbid about it, but I I don't know if she survives this season. And, and that's probably what makes Assam kind of like go probably switch uh flip that switch that we saw when he saw the kid dead. Like he might flip that switch where he's gonna go after everyone. And <laughs> and uh that's what yeah. I'm thinking. Man, I hope because I really like on me. I I really like the dynamic that him that uh, her and Assam have. So man, I hope she doesn't she she doesn't bite it because yeah, that would just Assam. I don't know what would happen with him in terms of 
yeah, he'd probably go at everybody. He doesn't care if you're Hopway, Long Z, whoever the case. He's just he's ready to fight everybody. He'd be ready to fight the world. But then on 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 that, I think that would be a, a, a even more scary Assam. I know I said that with poorly, but like that's a scarier Assam. Mm-hmm. that i don't know that anyone wants to face because again i i i relate it back to like season one and season two so much because i love what they did with the storytelling with the psalm and like you mentioned earlier identity for him he he played a gangster the first season and he ended up losing to lee young because he he wasn't fighting for himself he wasn't fighting for his people when you see him fight for his for himself and his people you saw what happens in season two with the riot and with him fighting Leary. Like he just whoops everybody. Mm-hmm. So I can only imagine if they take away on me, he's, <sighs> he's burning the world down. Like he, he's, I, cause he's just an, a naturally empathetic person. And he know, like he, he understands, like she's just trying to take care of her dad, her dad and, and the brother and, she's not a bad person. She's just she's trying to survive like everybody in Chinatown. Most everybody's just trying to survive. Mm-hmm. And I think he would just, it would d- devastate him to no end if, if something happened to her and he would just, whether he learned it was the long Z or the Hopway or whoever, whoever screwed it up done. They got to go. Done. They got to go. People are getting tossed out windows like they're he's going to like flying wall kick a bunch of people in the head like he's it's just going to be brutal. And but again, like he's fighting for Yan me at that point. And if he's doing that, that's why it's like I don't even like even Lee Young. I don't know that Lee Young stops him at that point, because maybe it would be in terms of just out of fear, pure fury and anger. Mm-hmm. You know, because you do stupid stuff when you're out of out of out of anger. So maybe it would be something like that. But like, that's a that's an assam I would not want to want to face. Yeah, oh, for sure. And to and it seems like every season there's some type of tie-in to a Bruce Lee movie. And mm-hmm. it, if I remember, well, that was a ooh, it was a sister. Um in enter the dragon you know in the beginning of the movie his sister gets killed it seems mm-hmm. like it'll be one of those type deals and then turns into like game of death where he has to go floor by floor beating people like with like with oh, the man. That would be it, cool. it, it uh you know with the first second season i'm sorry second season we see the nunchucks of course bruce lee introduced the nunchucks to western society mm-hmm. and um it, I, I like the tie-ins that they do have with his movies i wonder what like aspect of bruce lee's life are they going to or bruce lee's movie life of course um are they going to tie in with assam this season i because i don't think we've seen anything really yet like from those terms and Mm -hmm. i'm I'm wondering like uh because like i said the second season um i think that was kind of the like the nunchucks and then him fighting leary was kind of him versus chuck norris and uh what's that uh not enter the dragon what's the dragon it was another dragon one. Um, Ooh, I don't ooh. remember. Ooh. But like the Chuck Norris Coliseum scene where they where they fight in that hallway, it seems like mm-hmm. it was, it, it's going to be something like that. But 
that's what I, I'm kind of I'm kind of excited to see those type of e- Easter eggs too. Where like, yeah, man, that's from the Bruce Lee movie. Just I can't think of the name right now. <laughs> but um, it, it, I think that he does go ape if she dies. But at the same time, I think what breaks him out of that is going to be something happening with a toy, and he's going to like it's going to split his focus to going to help a toy, especially if it's the Strickland situation. Oh yeah, definitely so. And I believe the movie is The Way of the Dragon. Way of the Dragon. I knew it was a dragon. I knew it was a dragon. <laughs> yeah, I knew there was a, I knew it. It's a dragon. It's yeah, Enter the Dragon. I forgot Way of the Dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think it's I think that um he's definitely I think something's gonna happen with the printer's daughter. Either she gets seriously injured or you know, maybe hoping that part. And he has to go go off like that because of the Father June situation. And uh, also, b- before I uh, continue on, uh, with the Father June and um, Assam conversation that they had, he said, you know, it, it's not a secret. I never liked you. <laughs> but yeah. he said, but I got to understand you. And mm-hmm. it seems like this was the theme of this episode, like, is the, I like how all these episodes have, like, an overarching um, overarching message with this one is like Mm -hmm. people actually sitting down and understanding each other and that's what Mm -hmm. i liked about their conversation at the beginning of the episode Mm -hmm. yeah and it it was a it was a definitely a needed i honestly kind of wished it went a little bit longer but Mm -hmm. um he i think he definitely understands where assam's coming from and why he was doing the things that he was doing and i think there's an inherent respect for him now more so than what when he had it initially um i i like that dynamic that's why i hope i hope father june doesn't die because i'm i i would like to see that dynamic played out a little bit longer and a little bit more with with the three of them honestly i think it's an interesting an interesting advisor to have in the midst of young june and assam's kind of beefing back and forth maybe not beefing but like yeah, they, they've kind of butted heads during the course of of this season, and I, I'm curious to see that that angle with Father June continue to play out. So I hope I hope he doesn't die. I hope he I hope he survives this next episode. Because I wonder how far they are from San Francisco from where they are. I, they never said what city they were at, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just it, it it did show a different side of Father June too, where like. The uh, guy was talking about the dog, him killing his dog. He, was, he shows the scar. He's like the, the uh, dog. The dog got <laughs> deserved it or something yeah, like that. Dog had it coming or had whatever he said. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be a problem. He's like, Ah, no, you know, the dog was he was a monster, or a demon, or something like that. Yeah, oh, that was a demon <laughs> dog, Cecil, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I, I, I they were all scared and everything. I, it was just it, there were some comedy aspects to this episode for sure, and. Uh, I, I thought it was kind of uh, once again, this is why I thought it was kind of a filler episode because they never checked back in with, you know, a toy probably because they're training or whatever. They really mm-hmm. didn't check back in with uh, Nelly. We haven't seen Nelly and uh, we haven't really seen Nelly in maybe like two episodes now. And then um, Mosley, what like what happened with Mosley? We, we still don't have any, cl- any clarification what happened to him. And um mm-hmm. and uh what's what's the O'Hara? We still don't know mm-hmm. what, if O'Hara took that job or not. I uh, just that that's what I liked about I like these episodes because they stick to one plot. I mean, well, with certain plots, 
the whole entire episode and um let us let that story build out now that's what i really like about this show other than you know secret evasion and they um and they what they do did with this episode and i feel like they've done it with the last two seasons they have like a western episode and mm. this was definitely this was your like western movie-esque episode this time around with the train car ride <laughs> to the them fighting on the with the wagon and all that to to Assam and young june and father june going at the 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 town and you know they're in the it, on the balcony shooting and father june's clipping them from far off and they're falling <laughs> like like it's funny like i i forget what father june like clips somebody and i rewinded it because i was like was that what i heard and it was a wilhelm scream so it was like it very much played into the western you know classic western movie angles also i love that he's using a shotgun like a rifle and it was just nailing people like hey <laughs> and he said says it's a shotgun what do you need to know do you just point and shoot i was like yeah i get it you probably should be a little bit closer, but I'm just saying, whatever, it's fine. I will forgive it. I will, because I love this show so much. I'll forgive <laughs> it. Uh, but it was definitely like, it was, man, it was a fun, like, shootout moment. And then, like, the woman that her, her, the the mom of the kid that got killed getting hers with, yeah. the, with the pickaxe on the dude, like, oh, like, oh, man. And then a psalm whooping those dudes in the church <laughs> and in the dude the main dude ends up like on the on the cross oh, on the he, cross. Uh, like, yeah suplexed Ugh. them onto a cross Whew. Oh, man i man. think that was one of the more like gnarly kills this whole entire like this whole entire show that was that had to be one of the more like whoa like it caught me off i was like he literally suplexed them on top after he said there's no god he said he, he uh suplexes them onto a cross yeah oh there is oh, oh there is no. <laughs> yeah and the brief moment of assam just kind of looking at him and the i forget his name uh the german but the german looking at him like it was like a oh i messed up i really messed up on this because they i think assam mentioned it i think it was assam that mentions it but when they're beating the kid in the in the alleyway they made it sound like they were doing it like they were beating the kid in, in like kind of public like on purpose to mm -hmm. see what they would do that's a, that's how i read it i think and it was like huh were they, they really like testing him they're testing them because it seemed like when, like you said they, they were kind of like testing them to see what would happen that's why the dude probably like came in at a little late because he didn't want to see any action happen this time and he was like all right that, that that one right there that one's the one that we need to look out for and then mm -hmm. when they were leaving the town that that's when that comment came up like Oh, this is a test. This is they're going to see if we just leave and not mm -hmm. say anything or go back. Like this was our test. Like they wanted us to see that kid on the pole. They wanted us to see uh -huh. thief on the on the pole and things like that. And uh -huh. I'm like, yeah, that would that. I think they passed that test. I'm pretty sure they passed it. <laughs> yeah, they they passed it, and then Assam went back, and they he wiped he wiped the teachers out. <laughs> he he oh, just he like he just brutalized them because yeah because uh, a psalm again a psalm seeing anybody in in trouble 
he's gonna go he's gonna be the hero like he's gonna do it and it's not Mm -hmm. and and i don't want to say it like he's wanting to be the hero like he's not doing it for the glory of it he's just he's like this is wrong i'm not gonna put up with this and and the germans were testing testing them to see if we can do business with the the, the hop way and that we can just you know exchange Mm -hmm. get the the money and all this and that assam's not that dude Assam is is not that type of dude. He's not, I mean, he's not full hopway at, at this point. He's he's fully like, I'm for my people, and I don't want to see my people suffer. If I see them suffering, I'm gonna make the people that are making them suffer pay. And he made he basically, I mean, they basically liberated the town. It seems like because it seems like there's no more Germans there. No, there were no more. Yeah. They, they uh especially when father June was sniping them with this, with the shoddy. It was, yeah. yeah. Uh, he said, all you, it's a shotgun. All you have to do is point and pull the trigger. Yeah. Is, yeah. How'd you, yeah. What was it? It's like, how'd you learn to do that? It's a shotgun. All you gotta do is point and pull the trigger. You're fine. Yeah. I lo- oh, I'll, and I'll, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah. And, and young June with the knife throw coming in clutch with the, it's, uh, and then the dude, man, <laughs> That, that that whole fight scene was amazing. It was nice, like seeing him and him and Father June fighting together too again. Where mm-hmm. like, I, what, did he? They takes the guy's legs out. And then also, you just see Young June coming with the knife and stabbing him as he was in the air. It was just at the whole, like like we keep saying we say this every every week, but like this the action sequences that happen on this show is just to perfection. Like, or mm-hmm. there's some surprising. Something surprising happens, like you know, someone getting power bomb through a through a cross, or you know, Father June Something shooting like that. <laughs> somebody getting shot off the roof with a shotgun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was definitely shot, like like I think I mentioned it. It's definitely shot in a western way, so it's like a definitely like a classic shootout. But like two of your three heroes do not have guns. <laughs> like one has a knife or two knives. The other one's just using his fists like he just does not like to use weapons outside of like nunchucks or whatever. So he like is just eviscerating these dudes. And then he, I I guess Assam does get a knife at some point because he starts slashing them like he takes the knife from one of the guys and just proceeds oh. to, to beat them down so hard. So like it, but it was done. It was fun because it was done in a western style like they're running out they're hiding behind the barrels hiding behind the crates and uh no no luck you're still getting whooped my guy father june was hiding behind a statue <laughs> yeah i didn't think that was the best cover and it turns out it yeah, wasn't it was. the best cover <laughs> i was sitting there i was like he's hiding behind this you're definitely gonna get shot at least once <laughs> Because it was like they were like surrounded too. It was like it wasn't like they were just all at one end. It felt like they were definitely surrounded by the Germans, and they 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 made it out kind of. Yeah, kind of. Possibly, it's a big possibility. One of them did not. Um, (laughs) So, where where do you think now? Um. Well, we've been kind of like passively talking about it, but where do you think? There, so do you think their relationship kind of deteriorates even no matter what even if um father june survives is like yo man you just want to be the hero all the time we, we, like it seems like it seems like young june would have like this jealousy towards assam because of how the others look at him and um 
how other people look at him, even probably people from the hop way. Well, if they go back and tell this story, it could go Assam's way because they had no reason to go. They really didn't have a reason to go out there Mm -hmm. to go get silver. You just because you don't trust my link. Yeah. Well, and it's do you put the tongue where where do you put the tongue at Assam? You know, like that. I think that's the question. And because if he was like if he put the the tongue above everything else, he could have just left on that wagon. And he, but he didn't, he put, he put the people, his people first. And I think that's obviously respectable, but for the hop way, they're in a, a world of hurt right now. So it's probably a tough pill for them to swallow in terms of like, I mean, yeah, but like we we're, we're struggling right now. We really needed this deal to come through and you messed it up. So it's, 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 it could go either way, honestly. Mm-hmm. but like with young june it it all depends on what happens with father june if he survives i think there's a chance to repair the the relationship if he dies by the end of the next episode i don't know that they're that they uh are able to repair it because like young june just got his father back right oh, and yeah. they had these conversations and they've grown close over these last couple of episodes a lot closer than i think they were previously mm-hmm. and so he he cares and he doesn't want father june to to obviously he doesn't want his dad to die and all they had to do was leave and assam couldn't do that and it was a psalm that it's assam basically got the dad shot like that mm-hmm. at the end of the day that's basically what happened um, whether his reasons were good or not, I, I think young June does not care. It's you got my dad shot. We had, if we had just left, we would have been fine, but mm-hmm. you had to go do something. And he always, cause you know, they, they always talk about a song, like he, you always got to do this. You always got to be maybe the hero. Maybe that's thrown into his face. Um, but it, it could be some irreparable damage done. If father June dies, that's, the, that's the whole key. Um, the they showed a brief uh 30 second preview of the next episode at the end of the credits and it does look like they they get him back to san francisco they like get him back to a healer mm-hmm. um but it's touch and go it, it could be touch and go i don't I like that it, there's a brief moment where you see like oh they make it back but is he gonna make it is he not like i mean that's gonna be a, a huge thing for the whether young June and Assam truly clash and, yes. and butt heads and we'll see where the relationship goes, but it all hinges on father June. So I'm sure they're going to get into an argument outside of like the, the, the wherever he is, like the hospital or wherever he, they're going to get into an argument about, man, we shouldn't have went back or this, that, you, oh, yeah. you know, th- things like that. And then uh, I'm, you know, just me guessing that either young June has a, full conversation with father june about assam or assam has a conversation with father it's it's going to be either or have like a Mm -hmm. a real heart to heart with him like on possibly his deathbed Mm -hmm. and um i wonder that well that that may also turn the tide between those two um coming the next episode and uh it it just i'm i'm it's just the show just leaves you just guessing 
and I love it. I love that I have to guess what's going to happen next. Most of the time, when Michael guesses, though, it happens. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm just here for the ride. I, I don't. We'll see. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, I, I'd be curious, like if, if, if Father June and Assam have that have a conversation. Does like young June hold that over Assam and be like, you know, my dad, you were the last one my dad talked to. I wasn't even the last one my dad talked to, or something like that. Like if it it went in that angle, uh oh, maybe there is problem, even more problems. Um, but maybe Father June makes Assam promise to watch out for young June in some ways. Um, mm -hmm. it could go, I mean, it, it, there's a lot of ways it could go. Um, I'm very curious to see what they do. I again, I hope they don't kill off Father June just because. I forgot how good he was, you know, it's yeah. been a long time since we've seen him. And mm -hmm. again, to introduce him into this, into this group, I think is a, it's an interesting place to have him. And I really would like to see him some more, um, work out, you know, the, whether it's the deals with my Ling and the long Z or, or, you know, just different things. I would like to see more of the, the trio of Assam, young June and father June, um, I, I hope it's not just two episodes. I, I, I don't know, but we'll see. I mean, it, it would, again, if father June dies, it would cause a rift between young June and, and a Psalm oh, that yeah. I don't know that there's any coming back from. So, I mean, it could set us up for some really dramatic things and it could lead us to what you were saying earlier in terms of maybe my Ling and a Psalm are kicked out of their respective tongs. Mm -hmm. Cause it, with, with Father June and Assam, he, he didn't like him as a person, but I think mm -hmm. he respects him as a warrior because he wouldn't have had him fight, you know, uh Yi, Yi Yang, I mean Lee Young, if Yang, he yeah. didn't respect him, respect him as a warrior, as a as a mm -hmm. fighter. I think that's where that's where that difference but that difference of his feelings for uh Assam is. And I think after after he finally got to know who Assam was. Now it's pushed to I respect you as a fighter, but I also now understand you as a person. And that's where I think maybe they'll have a conversation. Like you said, hey, man, I need you to watch over my son if something happens to me. Like you, right. it's uh, you're the only one. You're the only one I could trust that can protect him physically and possibly mentally. You're the only mm -hmm. one that can protect him. And uh, mm -hmm. I don't think I don't think young 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 June's going to be a fan of that. <laughs> yeah i don't know I, like young june is so volatile you know mm -hmm. you don't, you just don't know so he could go in a lot of ways and he could i mean he could lash out right then and there at a song with his knives i mean it, it could go in, in a lot of ways and it a lot of them could end up bad for the both of them and if they like let's say young june does snap and and go at Assam, maybe that is where it leads to Assam and Yanmi just maybe trying to get away in, mm. in, some, in some form or fashion. Um, you know, but who knows? Because like Father June, like he said in one of the previous episodes, he tried, he thought he would get away and have this great life. And then people showed up, destroyed the town, and he ends up back at the deportation facility. So, you know, who knows? And uh, and and lastly, on those on them, it's uh, young, young June had a very um, well back in the town, young June had a very interesting interaction with a person. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, he uh, <laughs> yeah, 
he was definitely not in control, but in control all at the same. <laughs> I, he was, yeah, he was definitely the, um, what's the word? He was a very tiny man in a situation. <laughs> you know, when they said that when she was, when she asked, like, am I going with all three of you? They would pointed at him. No, him. <laughs> they said the tiny one. She was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah right i was like oh and then yeah she uh she did some things he said i think i'm gonna die and, uh, and father jew was like hey, it's the best way to die <laughs> yeah, right he said you're gonna die with him he's like nah just him <laughs> yeah he, it was funny when he's just sat back down at the table just like like, uh, like he was just somebody. yeah he was just like <laughs> man my life has changed like he was like it was just different for him that was that was a whole different exchange for that guy it was that was a very interesting two minutes <laughs> that was very interesting that was very interesting <laughs> but uh is there any other like uh any other future things that you're looking forward to with with this season um you know i'm obviously the the big thing for me is specifically with this next episode is father june like that's the thing i'm looking at most uh the other thing we briefly mentioned it earlier but i don't think agent mosley's dead right mm -hmm. so where where is he in in this situation um with him and lee you know previously i was like oh maybe he he wants lee to be his full-time partner um but we did see a side of Mosley where he was just going at the the printer and the you know the shop and like just being like a terrible person. Mm -hmm. So I wonder with now Lee and Chow coming to an understanding, maybe there's a conflict between those two and Mosley because again, I don't think Mosley's dead. Mm -hmm. If he was dead, we would have seen you know his body or something like that. Uh, I imagine he's okay. Maybe he's injured or something like that, but um, I'm curious to see with Lee and Chow, are they on the same side now and do they defend each other or how's that going to work? I think he goes after uh happy Jack for sure. He's definitely going to, whenever he gets, if he's not healthy or anything like that, once he gets healthy enough that he's going to go after hat, like now his eyes are going to be on happy Jack because first of all, you got me shot. Secondly, yeah. you kidnap my number two for what it, for five hundred dollars, which is a lot of money in that time. But you you went in, uh, you kidnapped him. I gotta come after you now. Now now I have the full might of the government going after your little operation here in San Francisco. Which that there's some enemies you did not want in in that town. That's definitely maybe the top one you did not want to have problems with was with Agent Mosley. Because he works directly under the president, so I, yeah. I, it was definitely not a good move. Like, especially if you didn't kill him, you you kind of set yourself up to like it, it's not going to be Lee that gets you; it's going to be Mosley that gets you. Yeah, and 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 maybe it's the triumvirate of those three go at Happy Jack, but also Happy Jack knows about the counterfeiting and everything, so maybe he uses that as leverage um in terms of mosley but i could see him giving the information that mosley just shooting him or something like that i mean that mm. could also happen very could easily happen um 
but I, you know, I wonder where Happy Jack is is in trouble with the fury of Mosley and the fury of Lee and and even the fury of Chow. Like I think all three of them are coming back at at Happy Jack in some way. Oh yeah, for sure. I I definitely see him not lasting the end of this season. Him and his little, uh, him and his operation that's happening right now is yeah. not going to last. Uh, he, yeah, what he did wasn't going to make him last. So no, uh, no. And and then um, I, I guess if I wanted to skip over to uh, a toy and lie, do you th- I'm guessing they're training right now or trying to like just really repair themselves. I think with a toy, she it's recuperating and, and lie. It's it's just training for her and like. Like I think both of them understand like the if they do go on that mission to go at Strickland and his goons, it could be a one way trip type mission, you know, mm-hmm. because he, he's got a ton. Um you know, I I, I don't know where it's gonna be tough if they if they do, but I imagine it's it's either more recuperating and, and training for them because if they do go at at Strickland, I could see that being an episode nine or ten thing that happens. Because that, that's definitely they definitely need that round two between her and that big dude with the bullwhip. <laughs> yeah, they they definitely set that up right. Like they definitely set up a, a a round two with their exchange looks at each other and everything. Like they're gonna they're gonna have a rematch at, at some point this season, and it's it's up to we'll see with Lie and 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 a toy where they go, but. I, man, I, it could be a one-way mission for them. Oh, for sure, <laughs> that is for sure. All right, yeah. um, and I got. Um, do you have anything else that you from this um, episode or any future episodes? Uh, well, from this episode, I was trying to think. I think we covered most. Of, oh, I did want to mention Hong, uh, briefly. He's he's briefly in this episode, but he he basically is like, uh, uh you know. I want to, you know, that sounds like my kind of par- party and young Jun's like, you're not coming. He's like, what, why, why not? And someone has to run this place. And he's like, Oh, and he was all for it. It was funny. I, I it was very brief, um, but it was funny. Like I always love Hong Hong, any, any scene that he's in. I, I love their dynamic between the two of them. Um, and then we did, brief, we did briefly see happy Jack talking to Abigail a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, she knows Happy Jack did something to to Lee. Doesn't know fully, so we'll see where that leads her. Um, but yeah, I think that 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 covers most everything I had for this episode. Um, oh. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I was, I was about to say. Speaking of her, do you mm-hmm. think that Chow kind of like planted a seed in in Lee's brain? I mean, planted a seed in in Lee saying that you know maybe she's she already knew about the bounty by any chance maybe but i think lee's just an inherently good person and doesn't doesn't buy that i think he i think he knows abigail and i think i i think he he knows she wouldn't do that i think it's happy jack i think he'll buy that happy jack found out some way um Mm. because when they reunite it'll be you know very emotional i'm sure um, oh yeah, but that I that was but that was definitely a child lashing out at him, and I mean I guess it could, but I, I think Lee just inherently because he is a good person and mm-hmm. because he looks for the best in people, even with like his cousin that he tried to talk off the ledge kind of thing. 
um like lee see see that's the type of dude lee is he will no matter what even if you've done bad things like he's gonna try and pull you back in some way so i could see lee um you know not really believing that and just going with abigail but uh, but happy jack be careful <laughs> yes very much so that you got three people coming after you now yeah. <laughs> in the might of the united states <laughs> yeah it uh lastly for me well lastly for me if you are part of the lee family um and you're a male participant in that family um lee's gonna kill you, you you're dead just don't, I mean, at this don't point, worry yeah. about it he, he's yeah. killed all of them <laughs> and that's what's true. weird is, is that chow killed the mother <laughs> like that, that's the only person chow killed but if you're a male figure in the uh leaf don't come at two don't come at him two at a time because he's going to kill two of you at a time that's that's there is a number uh, there's two yeah. at a time. <laughs> literally yeah yeah when chow like i thought he was just going to knock her out but when he went in for that second or third <sighs> blow or whatever it was like oh he just yeah he straight up got her got her like, he's, he's either get got or got you know yeah that's, that's pretty much what happened with him yeah pretty much <laughs> man that was that was brutal mm -hmm, that was brutal mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> all right so did you have anything else uh no i don't think so i i just imagine we i, I think with the next episode we figure out the you know in the pre not this last episode but the episode five i guess it was Mm -hmm. was the episode where like Lee Young and, and my Ling said that about getting married and all that. But mm -hmm. when they hug Lee Young has that look on his face. And I think in this episode, we see why he had that look on his face and we figure out like, is my Ling kicked out? Is it something else? Or, you know what? I, I think we get a check in on that in, in terms of, or, or maybe not check in, but just figuring out why he was kind of like, uh, uh, yeah married like <laughs> he's excited for it but like uh oh you're gonna be so mad at the next meeting or something like that like i think we we figure out that and then obviously with with the father june angle i think we figured that out as well um lee and chow i i i could see us not seeing them in this episode mm -hmm. uh even mosley maybe we don't see mosley for one more episode because i could see that being a thing where the show is like trying to make you forget about Mosley and then him mm. popping up in episode eight or nine or something be like, Oh yeah, I forgot about him. You know? <laughs> forgot he got shot. <laughs> I forgot he got shot. So yeah, maybe it's something along those lines. And then uh, Leary and Strickland, I, I could see that going either way, like where we get a brief check-in with them uh, mm. or them going on the back burner as we get a check-in with like a toy and lie or a check-in with Buckley and, and, and is it Catherine? I think it's yep. Catherine um so getting a check-in with those groups like i could see some of these storylines that we saw get put on the back burner uh for an episode while we figure out some other things and then yeah like like you mentioned earlier uh bill like figuring out oh, if bill, bill took yeah. the job and where does that take him next because like right now if he takes that job he's like he's out of things right so who pulls him back in is it lee is it you know uh, Mosley is it you know who who pulls O'Hara back into the fold because like Atwood that man's not surviving the season I don't think he's no. surviving he, there, there's something gonna he's too off the rails to to just let let ride I wonder hear me out 
I wonder if Atwood goes at O'Hara in some way, and maybe Bill is the one that does something to Atwood. Ooh, that can that could be that could that could definitely work. That could definitely happen. (laughs) That That would there's a chance that could that there. That's like my that's probably like a like a hail mary type thing, but Mm. uh, I I don't think Bill's just going off working for uh, Horace. I think was the guy's name. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't see him just going off and doing whatever uh, job that Horace has without him getting back involved in some way. Um, and to me, they, I think we also get a check in with uh, with Nelly, see what she's planning, maybe have see what her plans is. But I think that hope, I think in the next episode is definitely going to be heavily on Father June and the fate of fate of Father June. And uh, just that that's going to definitely be the overlining story throughout the throughout that whole episode. Um, this is to me, I, I think this is like the first or second episode. I don't remember seeing like Buckley at all. Yeah, Buckley. I don't think he didn't pop up in this episode. That's crazy. Like, it, it's weird because it seems like he's been a big part of the mm-hmm. these this season and like. Boom. Okay. Well, he's not here for this episode. Like, what? It's cool. Yeah. It was definitely, it was definitely like giving that storyline a break and mm-hmm. uh, going with the theme, like you had said, of understanding, you know, mm-hmm. uh, each other in some ways. And like Assam and Father June and Lee and Chow and even Larry and Strickland to a certain extent. Like, it was definitely like understanding people and, and to a certain extent, Happy Jack and Abigail, because it's like Abigail knows it was him and it was like, he, he said it without saying it kind of thing about mm-hmm. Lee and, and him needing to go away, even though he was lying. I think he still like made it very clear what he thought and that he was very much involved with what happened to Lee. Um, and he, cause he threatens her too. It's like, don't push me anymore. And you know, mm-hmm. like it's, it, it's a definitely understanding. Happy Jack is not, is in fact, not that happy. Never. He's never happy. Never that happy. No. Because no. uh, if you give him counterfeit money, he will still be pissed at you the next couple days. <laughs> and never give that man. Yeah. Never give that man counterfeit money. <laughs> and he sent the, and he, also he will send you on a midnight train to Georgia. You're welcome. That's the song. <laughs> <laughs> I understood that reference. <laughs> Gladys Knights in the Pips. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but I'm very excited for the rest of the season. Like it's only episode six, and I'm like. I, I can't wait for Thursday. I, I really, I'm really excited about Thursdays because Wednesdays have been very disappointing. But um, yeah. if, if you know what show I'm talking about for Wednesdays, <laughs> just put it out there. But um, and Thursdays definitely cannot wait for. Um, and uh, once again, this was the warrior. This is the warrior cast. Did you have anything else from uh, this episode or anything? Any future thoughts? Because it seems like you've been right, been hitting on a lot of things. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I, I'm gonna. Uh, I, I yeah I got nothing I got nothing else I got nothing else but there it's definitely I do I do want to agree though like it, it, right now Thursdays are the day I look forward to the most because the show is just currently the best show that I'm watching it's it's and it's going to be up there in my like when we like on Comic Cast we do like our end of the year and and things like that it's mm-hmm. definitely going to be up there for one of my favorite shows of the year I, I think right now I know it's season three. But like it's starting to sneak into one of my top 10 favorite shows because it's just like a perfect I, I don't mean to say perfect, but it's 
it's a very well done action slash story sequence between the, mm-hmm. the in this show, and it's just like they know when to take a break on a different storyline and then you know put one put one to the front and things like that. It seems like they're doing a really good job of mismatching different storylines and making sure that you stay in t- not you stay interested into that you know into it's like five different storylines going on and you're still interested in all five of them in, in some way. And that's why I really like it. That's why I really love about this show. It's just like, it's perfectly done. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry to say it. The cast is good. The acting is good. The um, the action and, and story just beautifully done. It's, it's a show that understands pacing very well and building mm-hmm. tension and building, you know, and, and character growth, right? Like a Psalm is definitely going to be different by the end of the season. I think, oh, yeah. Like in this very episode, like I mentioned, Lee and Chow are different by the end of this episode. Like you get character growth in a lot of ways for a lot of characters. And that's what makes it stand out for me more than uh, the the Secret Invasion. It, like I'm not... Secret Invasion is slowly becoming a show that was doing things just for shock value. Mm-hmm. I, I Like as I get further and further from like episode one, that that ending it looks more and more like it was just done for shock. And this show it's like, even with the father June thing, it's going to be a character moment and it's going to change the characters inherently. Like it's always storytelling first and character growth first. And that's what it really nails. And it continues to nail. And it, it even like a plot C or a plot (laughs) D storyline, I'm invested in like I'm invested in all these characters. That's why it's like it's such a strong, strong show. Um, I, I, I'm i going to waver probably because I think The Last of Us is right now my favorite show oh. of this year. Mm-hmm. But this is again, this one is 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 going to be up there for me because it's 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 well written. It's well balanced. Uh, you get themes, you get story progression, you get amazing action. I mean, I was telling Jong when we recorded yesterday, like, you gotta, if you haven't watched the show, you gotta watch it. I'm gonna keep beating that drum because it's, it's a so, such a good show. It's such a good show. And I keep beating the drum because I feel like it's an underrated show. And in this day and age where, oh, if you don't have 30 million views in the first 10 hours, we're canceling you or we're writing you off. Like, I I just don't want that to happen to the show. I want more of Warrior for the next. Like, I want to see the story continue, um, however long they can do it. I don't know if it it would be like a four season, five season long show, but man, keep it going because it's it's just so good. And I hope, folks, if whoever's listening or watching or whatever the case, go watch Warrior. Go watch it because I want more. <laughs> <laughs> on the this max is a selfish app. thing yeah exactly <laughs> on that max app just do it just just go watch it i don't mean to be a like i'm not like hey studios pay your writers and stuff like that but also go mm-hmm. watch the show so they don't just like write it off nowadays because it's an amazing it, it's just an amazing adventure and i and i was watching no i'm sorry i was reading someone's uh story on instagram and apparently this is the number one streaming show right now like on the yes. streaming apps, this is number one. And um, it, HBO, well, HBO slash Cinemax, whatever you, however you want to say it, they know how to put 
a great show together. Like, I don't know, because mm-hmm. like you said, Last of Us, I never played the video games. I never played them, but wow, <laughs> I want to play them now. <laughs> I've been what I was wanting to play them after watching that show. I just, they know how to put a great show together. And yes, I would definitely say probably that was probably one of the better shows. I mean, probably top two best shows of the year to tell the truth. I, I, I definitely agree with that. But uh, this one is definitely in the top five, right? Yeah, even right now. Yeah, I like I'm not a succession guy, so I don't know about that show and you know some of the other shows that have come out. I still need to watch The Bear. Everyone's raving <sighs> about The Bear. I want to watch that because I know season two was was great according to everyone, including Jong. Jong watched it and and he was saying he loved it. Um, but it's, yeah, man, it Warriors just. It's just hitting, man. It's just hitting on so many levels for me, and it's, I, I just, yeah, it's going to be up there by the by by the end of the year for one of my favorite shows. Um, and then just going briefly, I've played the first Last of Us because I borrowed a friend of mine's PS4, or no, was it PS3? It was PS3. Oof. I borrowed his PS3 so I could play it. Uh, it's one of the best games I ever played. It's it's <laughs> it's amazing. It's a really really good. I, I think some people have complaints about the gameplay. Like eh, I didn't, it's really like the gameplay was good. The, the story mechanics, and then obviously the gameplay mechanics. And then the story was absolutely one of the best stories in gaming. It's, it's really good. I haven't played the, the second one because nobody's let me borrow their PS4 or PS5. So <laughs> I haven't played that. Uh, but the, the first one is really good. So definitely if you get a chance, Take a shot at Last of Us. It's it's good. That's a Michael Carroll stamp of approval. Just putting it out there. Stamp. Yeah. Stamp. Stamp. You, know, you haven't seen Bear? You haven't seen the Bear yet? I haven't seen the Bear yet. It's it's oh. definitely on my watch list. Uh, I've yeah. been catching up on different shows, uh, mm. and it's 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 up there for me. I <laughs> I watched a not great show in terms of Citadel. Like I've I've finished that Ugh. a little bit ago. Yeah, it's not that good. Don't watch it. Uh, I'm definitely the bear is up there for me. It's definitely going to be on my watch list for sure. Like, or I Citadel, will be watching it soon. It, 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 the problem with the Citadel is that like they don't have you. You have no connection to any of these characters, and you keep doing like try to be shock value stuff with characters that I have no idea who they are. Like they show them at the end of the episode, I'm like, who are you? Okay, cool. I don't they, have no reference of who you are. They 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 try and treat plot twists like they they pop plot twists like candy like they just do, and then this happens and then the, the, this person's actually related to this person it was like it was very like like what is uh, happening like I don't is this supposed to mean something to me like it's it's a very it's not great it's, it was it was not a great show uh, it's I'm not sorry. a great show if there's a bottom five that might be like the bottom five right now like very of well. action TV shows. <laughs> very well but you know it's not warrior it's warrior for sure for sure warrior top three right now maybe even top two for my for my own rankings i might have to do my own rankings also but definitely this show is just beautifully done i i know i keep saying it but like i, I will also scream from the mountaintops if i could go watch warriors all three seasons because yes. you, you're missing out like for sure yes. you are definitely missing out on one of the better tv shows that like in the past couple of years so 100%. definitely definitely so with that that is the show 
that was the warrior cast michael this was a very long episode <laughs> yeah i was like looking like oh man we've gone a long time <laughs> so with that uh where you can find the cruise of podcasts or slash the warrior cast is on apple Podcasts, spotify patreon youtube and anywhere you can find podcast needs that's where you can find the cruising warrior podcast uh michael where can they find you uh, they can find me on all your social media platforms at producer Mike nine, seven, five. And then you can listen to comic cast on all your favorite podcast platforms of choice. When you're there, Hey, leave us a rating or a review. That would be cool. Really appreciate it. Issue four ninety five drops on July 24th, Monday, July 24th. So, Hey, download it. Check it out. If you're watching secret invasion, check it out. Yeah, if you want some like uh, good good uh, breakdown of the episodes, definitely go check out the comic cast uh, of Secret Evasions. I think y'all have done how many episodes is it? Five? It's been five episodes right it's now. It's been so five. five yeah. For yeah. all five episodes will be broken down by him and John by Michael Carroll and Jung Lee. Um, mm -hmm. And also Jung's bringing the, the cake. Hopefully Jung's listening. Jung, cake. Hopefully so. Uh, uh, Michael said he likes ice cream. Maybe selfishly, I might want the ice cream cake, but Michael's asking for ice cream cake. <laughs> I do but, like some ice cream cake. I oh, there we like go. Carvel, please. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, with that, uh, 495 of Comic Cast will be coming out Monday, July 24th. Go check it out, download it, leave five, uh, leave five star reviews. No one stars. We're not, we're not here for the one stars, here for the five stars. And uh also leave reviews, helps out with visibility of both podcasts, of all podcasts. So definitely leave reviews and ratings and all the rest of that cool stuff. So with that. I would like to say I love all of you. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. And catch you guys later. Deuces. <laughs>